0: The Great Rental Revolution. More than 3 million Americans making over $150,000 are still renting rather than buying a home due to soaring prices, inflation, and mortgage rates. Rich Americans are choosing to rent instead of buy homes due to soaring house prices, inflation, and record high mortgage rates. The number of households rented by people making more than $150,000 in the U.S. spiked to more than $3 between 2016 and 2021, a staggering 87% increase, numbers from the U.S. Census Bureau showed. In total, there were about 44 million rented households by the end of 2021, the Census found, with the median income sitting at $71,000. So rising costs of home buying have left many, such as Lee Robbins, a 36-year-old accountant making six figures in Sanford, Florida, where median house prices are over $100,000, needing more time to save to buy. He told the Wall Street Journal he'll likely need to keep renting a two-bedroom apartment with his family for a few more years. Even renters who can afford to buy, like 30-year-old Richmond business owner Jessica Bronner, have decided against making purchases. She told the Wall Street Journal, the market's still very inflated and it doesn't make sense to buy. So the largest increase in affluent renters was seen in Austin, Texas. There, households rented by people making more than $150,000 increased by 154% between 2016 and 2021, according to data from Rent Café. Austin's increase was part of a trend seen across the Southwest, which saw masses of people relocate during the COVID-19 pandemic, increasing rents and transforming the market. And even though the numbers of Americans making six figures has increased too, rising prices associated with home buying and ownership have left those high earners deciding that home ownership is not worth the money, and that renting and putting money into the stock market is a better option to grow wealth. High earners also tend to be pickier about what they buy, according to the Wall Street Journal, leading them to pass on purchases until something that fits exactly what they want becomes available at a price they can afford. The market has been responding in turn, with developers buying up single-family homes and turning them into rentals, or apartment complexes chock-full of amenities being turned out for well-heeled clientele. They really demand what they want because they're able to pay for it, said an executive at the real estate investment company Capital Square, Whitson Hoffman. Experts warn that the rental market's turnover and supply leads to a much more competitive environment, meaning current trends towards supplying the wealthy with apartments is driving up Rental costs. There are markets that are already tough on lower middle income renters, and it's just becoming more difficult with this influx of higher income earners, Harvard University housing researcher Whitney Ergood Obiecki told the Wall Street Journal. Though rents have abated slightly from the post-pandemic boom, numbers from Rotor.com released in 2022 found rents had nonetheless remained considerably higher than they were before the pandemic in major cities. Chicago rents rose 23.9% by last September. In Miami, they were up 51.8%. 51.8%. Tampa saw a 40.9% increase and Memphis posted a 37.5% increase. The reports showed that median rent across the country as a whole rose 7.8% last month and remained a whopping 25% higher than pre-pandemic rents. Numbers from the U.S. Census Bureau found the median household income for renters was $41,000, and the median for homeowners was $78,000. The median monthly housing cost for homeowners and renters was similar coming in at 1200 and 1184 respectively. Homeowners paid more for monthly utilities at 249 while renters paid $128. 35 year old tech entrepreneur Al Hughes told the Wall Street Journal he and his wife moved from the East Coast last year and moved to California. He said they didn't find anything to buy there that was a better value than renting, so they picked up a lease on a 1,400-square-foot house with a garage and backyard for $2,400 per month. Now, the thing is, like some people might think that's kind of like crazy that they did this, but you got to keep in mind like in California, typically it is actually cheaper to rent instead of buying because the price of some of these homes are like millions of dollars, but can only actually get a few thousand dollars per month in rent, like not even that much rent really, just because of competition and all that kind of stuff, but also like there's like a whole bunch of like rent control stuff, it's very odd. Let's see, we want a backyard, but we don't want to necessarily have to take care of it all the time. He used to the Wall Street Journal. We don't really have an interest in buying anymore. Robin said his student loans were still making it difficult for him to get a mortgage. And this is another thing that a lot of people don't understand, is that if you have a lot of debt on you that you are responsible for, it's going to be harder for you to qualify for a mortgage, or if you do, to actually have a good rate, etc. Like, if you have a bunch of credit card debt, if you got a car loan, if you got student loans, if you have any sort of liabilities against you, or like, you know, basically working against you, where like, you're responsible for it, like, under your name, it could be pretty hard on you to try to get a mortgage. Let's see. Let's see. It's not worth renting. The prices of apartments have gone way up, while the sizes have gone way down. You do get more amenities than ever, but you pay for that. At this point, why not just buy your own home and do with it what you want? Imagine paying $3,000 a month for a small two-bedroom apartment and told when you can do certain things, like use the barbecues outside, or that the pool closes, or that you can't have your TV too loud, or you can't have too many guests for a party, etc. I looked at a place that told me I could only have two friends over at a time, so no dinner parties, no holidays, etc. And that's the thing. Like, I completely understand people's like, line of thinking, like, well, I would rather buy a house because I would get more freedom. I agree with that. But at the same time, you also have to work with what is like financially reasonable for you. If you don't got a bunch of money saved up, for a good down payment for a home, it's unlikely or not really smart for you to go and just buy a house. It'd probably be smarter for you to rent, save up money for a good down payment, then buy a home. You will own nothing and be happy. One is not wealthy anywhere now. The thing is, $150,000 can go very far depending on how you spend that money. Now, obviously, depending on where you live, the taxes, cost of living is going to be a little bit higher, but $150,000, you could still save a lot of money for a decent down payment. 150k is not rich by any stretch of imagination unless you are in your late 20s, early 30s, and single. 150k is good no matter your age, period. 150k is a good income. And here's the thing it all depends on how much money you spend, how much money you keep, right? Because there's some people who will literally spend every single cent that they have regardless of how much money they make. But there's other people who might be making like almost like a minimum wage income but yet have more money in their bank account than someone making $150,000 a year, which is crazy. But there are cases like that. I've tried to help my adult children buy homes, but invariably they are outbid by wealthy real estate investors stealing all the starter homes for their portfolios. They like to claim it's to help the young have a place to rent, but if they would stop bidding on starter homes, young families could actually buy them. It's bad enough Biden has destroyed the economy The wealthy and greedy folks stealing homes from young families just add more cyanide in the middle class dinner table. I think it really depends on like where you end up buying. Median rent is $1,200 per month, where maybe after HUD Section 8 subsidies. The thing is, like, I mean, probably within the city, it's probably pretty common to have $1,200 per month plus rent, right? But like in a lot of other places, depending on, again, the location, you could have a rent down as cheap as like 500 bucks, 700 bucks a month. We built our house 30 years ago. It was so exciting to pay it off in 15 years. Our property taxes have gone up so much that now they're almost equal to our original payment. And add in the utilities and it is about equal. Can't win for losing. Rent or buy, you're still renting. After you completely pay your house, see how long it's still yours when you stop paying property taxes. Listen. The dirty secret of earned income. The more you make, the much more they take in taxes. You cannot save earning income. They are cash-rich but asset-poor. They cannot make the down payment because they live from paycheck to paycheck. You can no longer get rich by working. You have to invest or be paid in stocks, paper, and dividends. This is why Warren Buffett pays lex- less tax than his secretary. Well, I understand what this person is trying to say. It's basically like this. What this person is basically trying to say is, like, a big issue is that the majority of people... Earn their living, right? They have to spend time to trade for dollars. But a lot of people who are very high earners, or people who maybe not even are high earners, but basically are able to pay pretty much almost no taxes and still pay for their lifestyle, tend to get paid in like residual income, right? So you could say passive in a sense. Like if you were to invest money, let's just say as for an example, spy, SPY, right? like the S&P 500, and you put enough money in there to where it is paying you a dividend, depending on how much money you put in there, that dividend that it pays you could end up actually paying for your lifestyle. Now, technically, you'd need a lot of money to do that, but you get the idea. It's kind of like the same concept, let's say that you were to publish a book, and that book pays you basically forever without you having to keep doing anything to make money from that book, basically. Let's see, this person says, I just leased a property to someone who makes over 20K per month with excellent credit because he doesn't want to get stuck with the current interest rates. This is becoming obscene. Imagine... Someone making twenty K per month but don't want to buy a house because of interest rates. That's so crazy. One hundred and fifty K a year is barely middle class these days, my friends. Depends on the location. Like again, people need to understand. I mean like this person's in Vancouver, Canada, right? Which is one of the most expensive places ever. (laughs) To like live in. So yeah, 150K. Might not even be middle class in Vancouver, but 150k in like rural Kentucky or something is a really good income. Not surprising, even as a homeowner, I'm living far below my means in a place not nearly big enough because I won't take out a larger mortgage at current rates or home prices. Let's see. 150k in California isn't wealthy by a long margin, even for a single person. Renting is money out the window, but you don't have the ever present burden of maintaining the home. When you factor in maintenance and taxes and insurance, even owning a home outright is 2k per month or more in California. And again, like California is kind of like a really weird state in terms of like real estate because a lot of times the. House owners that end up basically uh, renting out the properties, like these single-family properties, aren't really doing it to make money on a per-month basis. They're really looking to hold on to the house, hopefully, to just like break even on the like maintenance cost of the house, because they know typically that the price of the home itself, like the market value of the home, will probably go super high as time goes on because that's just been like the track record of California. So it's kind of like, it's like a really weird area where like the value of the home tends to increase by a super large margin, but the rents typically don't increase by that much in California. Let's see. I live on the West Coast. My house has almost doubled in price in six years. I can't afford to move. They need to build starter homes, not make more apartments to rent. One fifty k a year is not rich; it's all relative. Try surviving on far less than fifty a year. I'd be thrilled with one fifty thousand. Rents are such now that there's no way I can rent on my own. Interesting. Let's see. Okay, so let me break this down as someone that makes $160,000 a year. I clear like $6,000 a month after taxes, health insurance, 401k savings. I pay $2,300 per Per month of that into a home mortgage and property taxes, I pay seven hundred and twenty-five dollars a month for. A co- whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you paying seven hundred and twenty-five dollars a month for a car, dude? This car payment is beyond insane. Beyond insane. You should not be paying a car payment of $725 a month, which does not even include car insurance. So heat and air condition, heat and air conditioner $275 a month, food and gas six hundred and sixty dollars a month, phone, internet and entertainment four hundred dollars, vet and personal health two hundred, savings zero. That is so beyond ridiculous. Right, that is so beyond ridiculous. And also, hold on, let me do this quickly. So they say that they clear six K a month after taxes, health insurance, and 401 K savings, right? So six thousand minus their twenty three hundred a m- month for their home mortgage and property taxes minus 725 for the card payment, which I find to be absolutely out of hand. Their heat and air conditioner stuff minus 275 a month, okay. food and gas minus 660 a month. Phone inter- internet and entertainment minus 400. Vet and personal health minus two hundred Hey guess what dude? You still got fourteen forty left over. Where's that fourteen forty going? Where is the one thousand four hundred and forty dollars of excess going? By the way, sell your freaking car. Oh my god. $725 a month for a car payment. 150,000 does not make you rich. Making 150k is rich. What does Daily Mail pay their FFS, 2 dollars an hour? 150k a year in New York City is considered low income. Average income in New York City is 60k. Let's see. As an owner, I can tell you there are massive hidden costs that you'd never recoup. The main one being property taxes. I pay about twenty-one thousand dollars a year, and get nothing for it. And the thing is, like, I think property taxes is really a big issue depending on like your location because like there's some states where the property taxes are very low, but then you got like Texas, which has a super high property tax rate. Like a, I think it's like the highest or the second highest property tax rate in the country. This person says, as a homeowner, my property taxes are not that high. So, of course, location, location, location. We live where we could afford to, and my house will be owned in next-to-family. We always need a roof over our heads. Don't forget, renting will always have price increases on the yearly, along with inflation or any economic turmoil. Most salary raises do not cover the cost of living increases. In the long run, renting never gets anyone ahead, and your roof can be taken from you at any time. Rich is over half a million a year. Let's see. When you rent, you're making the landlord rich. Let's see, this is true. New development here in Southeast Florida in the condo apartment market is seeing entire high rises of strictly rentals at prices above $5,000 per month. One would think that this would be a mortgage payment, but what with new regulations regarding fully funded reserves and older buildings facing 40-year inspections and high assessments due to the search side disaster, that it makes sense for many wealthy people to rent instead of buying. Plus, at least here, these are second of third homes for many when most Americans are struggling with one rent payment. Interesting. Depending on where you live, 150K is not rich. To me, that would be an awesome income. Liberal city that is middle class at best. Interesting. Let's see. This person says, I have seen a one bed, one bath, 700 square feet in my area for $900 a month. It used to be less than 500 before COVID. Real estate are coming and jacking up the price. It is crazy. If you live in a cheap city in the U.S., please keep it secret. Wow. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. I just thought this was pretty interesting to see so many people who are making or actually a really good income deciding to rent instead of buying a home. Now again, this really all depends on your location, your cost of living. Do you even have any money saved up at all for a down payment? Because that's the big thing. Like a lot of people simply can't buy a home because they don't have any money to put down towards the down payment. And if you are in a position whether you're gonna rent or buy a home but with a small down payment, meaning that you're basically gonna have to pay mortgage insurance, it'd probably be better for you to just rent at that point.